Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on the home of the Afropolitan. Welcome back. This is My Money and Me. I'm Sumitra Naidu. Thanks for staying with me. My next guest is Bright Kumalo. He was a Dell Young Leader from KwaZulu-Natal. He graduated from the University of Cape Town and he is, uh, you know, a young leader in his community as well. And financially, he does a lot for his family. And right now, he's actually, uh, you know, we hear him on, on the radio. We see him on TV as an, as an analyst, giving lots of advice about investing investing in the market and tonight he joins us not to, to give us any advice on that but to share his money lessons with us bright thank you very much for joining me this evening good evening Sumitra and the listeners at home uh, that's quite an introduction <laughs> <laughs> that you got there you went to the Dell Young Leaders program website and you read everything right <laughs> wow <laughs> a Dell Young Leader tell us what's a Dell Young Leader Afropolitans that don't know. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was one of the lucky few individuals that got chosen, um, you know, to the Dell Young Leaders Program when I started out at university because I couldn't afford uh, to basically pay my own fees. So they helped me through, um, you know, school and stuff like that. They gave me, you know, uh, emotional support where I needed it, financial support where I needed it, uh, to help me through university. Um, The Dell Young Leaders Program basically is part of the Michael and Susan Dell Foundation. And it's, you know, the one that's specific to South Africa specifically uh, to basically try to level the playing field when it comes to, you know, funding uh, those who are previously disadvantaged uh, into getting into the university of their choice and obviously level the playing field there so they could also prosper, uh, like myself. So I was one of the, the very lucky few who were in the very first cohort in 2010. So it's, it's such an honor to be part of that program. I think apart from the honor, I think they must be so proud of you because you obviously, you know, you went, you studied, you made use of it. You are now paying it forward by teaching other people how to do it. You've actually just, you know, taken the opportunity and uh, you've run with it. Yeah, I mean, uh, like you're saying, uh, like you're saying, you're quite right. Paying it forward is very important. Um, And the thing is, it doesn't feel like a job to me because I know what it means to be you know, to be in need and needing, you know, direction, help, uh, school, uh, you know, a job, etc. all those things where, uh, you know, the Dell Young Leaders Program helped me through, you know, all of that, uh, you know, uh, and made my life, you know, pretty much easy. So, and because of them, I could actually focus on the things that I'm passionate about um, and, you know, <laughs> punch above my weight uh, if, I, if I have to say it for myself. So tell me, I mean, you know, obviously it was difficult. Give me a bit of background, the home life, you know, where you grew up in KwaZulu-Natal. I mean, what was that relationship like with money apart from just not having it? So um, so I was actually born um, in, in the Drakensburg, in Escort, um, you know, at home. Uh, and I, I stayed there till I was around two years old, three years old, and then we moved here uh, to Joburg mm-hmm. uh, in Soweto. Um, and after some time, I moved back uh, to, to um, the valley of the Thousand Hills in a place called Injanga Down back in, oh, I yes. guess you can call it Durham, yes. Um, yeah, so I, I've moved around in my, you know, my young age, and... Uh, every single time, you know, life provided itself with many different um, different challenges. But uh, it, I think our relationship with money at home was very different 
when I was in Joburg, I was living with my grandparents, uh, where money wasn't really much of a problem here, um, because my grandfather was a, a hardworking man. He owned, you know, part of a bakery, and you know, it, it, money wasn't really a big topic here. But the, the very important lesson that I learned from my grandmother was to save. I remember, you know, in the late 90s, uh, early 2000s, uh, I would go down to the post office to save some of the money I had made during the month or through, um, you know, selling amakuinya at school or sweets or the likes. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I still even remember the, the, the Mzanti ad, uh, you know, the Mzanti account ad from the post office. Okay. I still remember the memories of going down, uh, you know, to town, taking a taxi, you know, like 150 bucks in my pocket, mm-hmm. in my back pocket or in my sock, um, and getting a slip that says your deposit has increased from this amount to that amount. And eventually I was able to save up the equivalent of what is around 38,000 rands today when I was uh, in the trip before I started university. Which all of it didn't last past, you know, the first semester was pretty sad. <laughs> but, but that's uh, a considerable quite... amount. Correct, correct. But I mean, this is a, it's not a lot of money if you come to think about mm. it. Because it's money I saved over a period of around 15 years, yeah. Why do you think it's not, sure. a, it's not a considerable amount of money? No, 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 I'm saying the period that it took ah, for me to get to that amount okay. was very long. Look, I mean, these things take time, yeah? So, you know, you, you've you got to be patient. But, I mean, it's interesting. I was, I'm was i looking at, you know, the article that was written about you in Business Insider uh, about how you started with the 10 cents and then you, uh, you know, every day you put aside uh, double that amount and then you were timesing it, you know, times it against um, the, the, the days, the day in the month. Um, and you had a considerable amount of money in one year. Tell me about that. I mean, you know, having gone through those kind of, you know, difficulties around money, I mean, still having to go back and save slowly. Were you just trying to prove something? So um, I started the savings challenge to show, you know, everyone out there on social media to, to be a little bit more transparent, to show everybody out there that mm-hmm. it's actually possible to start with a very small amount and slowly work towards, you know, your, your, your certain money or financial goal for that year and actually end up with a really considerable amount. Like I said, I started, um, you know, with 10 cents, you ended up with 6,900 rand at the end of the year. Mm. It was, you know, quite something, if you ask me. Um, But what I was trying to demonstrate with this 10 cents challenge or the one rand challenge now this year is the power of compounding. I mean, like you say, I take the day uh, of the year. So like today, it's day 316. I multiply by one rand, I save 316 rands. That's it's as simple as that, and I put it aside. It was much easier, obviously, uh, when I was working with smaller amounts in the 10 cents challenge because I only had to multiply by 10 cents. But the idea was to just show that, you know, there's no excuse for you not to save the little small change that you end up spending on little small things that you never remember anyways. Absolutely. I mean, okay, so I'm just stuck on 316 days. Where has this year gone? It's <laughs> flying. <laughs> There's not much time left for this year. Afropolitans, I'm talking to Bright Kumalo. He is a portfolio manager at Vestact Asset Management, and he's sharing his uh, money lessons, his money journey with us on the show this evening. So what is, I mean, how do you view money now? Is it a must-have? Do you love it? Don't really care. It's important, but I'm not obsessed. (laughs) 
No, so uh, right now... It's a multiple choice. Uh, none of the above. <laughs> uh, money, <laughs> money, money right now to me is mostly, uh, I feel mostly as a tool, not mm-hmm. a goal. Um, there's many reasons, you know, for that. I mean, a lot of people estimate their self-worth by using money. Um, they have, you know, this false sense of self-confidence because they have X amount next to their names. Um, money does give you, you know, that sense of security that you need, you know, to make it through to the next day, which is very important, but yeah. it's not everything. Um, we'll always need money because it's the medium of exchange. That's how we do transactions. That's how we move from, you know, one stage to the next, one LSM to the next. It kind of makes sense. But I'm not discounting the fact that money is a necessity. It's, it's, it's definitely a must-have. But after a certain point, you start to view money very differently. Um, and for me, money is, you know, the, my relationship with money is not a, an emotional one. Um, I, I believe that matters of the heart should be matters of the heart. And, you know, matters of the world should be matters of the world. So money, money for me is... It's, you know, it's part of being part of this world. Maybe if I was born into a different world where the medium of exchange is something else, we'll be talking about that, not money. You see, so that's that's sort of the idea um, of how I think about money. Was there a more important lesson that you learned, um, other than you know your grand teaching you that saving is really important? Was there another really, really important lesson that you learned about money that has m- maybe shaped you? I think, um, so back in the days around 2009, 2010, um, I came across a website by Simon Brown called uh, Just One Lap. I think that the one thing that they really grilled into my head, um, um, you, you know, was, you know, spend, uh, you know, less than what you earn, okay? and save the difference. It's such a simple concept. I'll say that again. Yeah, uh, spend less than Yeah, spend less than you earn and save and invest the difference. So a lot of people say, you know, but I, I earn a little and I can't, you know, spend less than I earn. Um, but what ends up happening is you live that life, uh, you use debt to bridge the gap, and then you end up broke in the long term. Whereas... If you just learn this little habit of, you know, paying yourself first, essentially, uh, by spending less than you earn and investing and saving the difference, uh, again, compounding interest will be your friend because it, will, it works both ways, right? Compounding interest. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, if you have debts, you know, it does compound in the wrong side. And if you have savings and investments, it does compound to that side as well. So I think for me, the biggest money lesson, maybe if you forget everything I say today, uh, the one you can take at home today is definitely that you need to save, um, you know, sorry, uh, you need to spend less than you earn and save, save and invest the difference. And I don't think that means like 99%, spend 99% of your of your salary and just leave 1%. You know, look, it's the, the other way. We all have, <laughs> no, look, we, 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 have, we all have a start. You need to be realistic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we need to start somewhere. If your start is 1%, it might take you a while to get 
where you would like to be or maybe, you know, to get to what they call FU money. Uh, but the rules of thumb these days, they say anything between 10 and 15% yep. uh, of your salary, your, your, not your net salary, your gross salary is actually good enough. It will get you there. But this is what I was saying earlier as well. We just need to start, no matter how much you put there. Um, if it's 50 bucks today or, you know, like the way you did it, 10 cents, just start. And then keep going. You know, it, it's the starting point that's the most important part of saving, right? Correct. I mean, the best time to have started was yesterday, right? And the second best okay. time is, is today. Just never start tomorrow. Just do it right now. Afropolitan's Bright Kumalo is schooling us. Okay, so you needed to have started yesterday, right? So if you haven't, get on it. Tell me, any weaknesses? There must be something. So, um, I don't know whether this is a job interview where you say, do I just think that you're this? No, when it comes to money. Yeah, so look, I, I, I'm human after all. Like, I might have not made a lot of big money mistakes like, you know, buying a car mm-hmm. with a balloon payment or um, getting into a lot of debt and then now I have a, a debt story that I have to share, which could be interesting, but I don't have those mm-hmm. colorful stories. So my my extravagance is, is is travel. I like I like to travel. I don't know whether it's my weakness. Uh, I see I it as an I investment. I see travel as an investment. You see, because I learn a lot in my travels, and I mm. meet a lot of interesting I think it's people, education. And, and I make new friends. Yes, exactly. So I don't know. That's my weakness. <laughs> so you spend, but I mean it. You know, traveling can also, there's two types of traveling. You can travel on a budget or you can travel lavishly. People save up for years to have that one trip and then they have every single thing and five star and, you know, eating all the best meals. I mean, is it necessary? I mean, what kind of travel do you do? So the, the, the travel I've done across Africa so far, um, I've been to Tanzania, Zanzibar, Kenya, I've been to Ethiopia, Uganda, I've been to a couple of places in East Africa, and then obviously West Africa, Ghana, Nigeria, Cote d'Ivoire. I try to go to places where um, I have a friend there who's going to accommodate me at least, and I try not to overthink too much about what I'm going to eat when I get there. Mm-hmm. I like to cook so i like to see what you know the locals are eating and try different foods because if you go for the five-star experience you never get to learn the culture so yeah. it, it actually defeats the whole purpose of travel unless you're going to i don't know um a, a very secret island that's very expensive to get there in the first place and you know then you know all you want is going to be five stars and it will be very hard to meet any people anyway because there will be five of you in that island so that's not what I'm trying to achieve. I'm just trying to learn different languages and meet different people. Yeah, I mean, you know, traveling doesn't need to be, I mean, it can be really about the experience and it doesn't need to be all lavish because some people just go, you know, all out and come back broke and then they can't go on holiday again for, you know, the next two or three years. Uh, before we wrap it up, uh, Bright, um I know you're a portfolio asset management um, um, asset manager and you save and you're quite disciplined with your money. But, I mean, do you live for the moment or, you know, maybe for the next few years, long term? Are you practicing what you're teaching all your clients or trying to do for your clients? So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I also eat my own turtles. Um, <laughs> to quote Nicholas Pelé, yes, I don't 
uh, I, I wouldn't, you know, tell you to do something I wouldn't do myself mm. or I haven't mm. done myself. So that's that's my approach to money management. Uh, we eat our own cooking. Uh, we invested in the same uh, shares because we were very transparent um, by investing locally and or for. We invested in the exact same shares as our clients. Um, so, yes, I do practice what I preach, I guess. I think that's so important, I mean, especially that you share it with your clients because, you know, we've been talking about investing a lot on this show and a big issue is, you know, people being, uh, you know, the two big issues is fear and trust. People are very fearful of getting into something that they don't really understand. And, you know, they don't trust the people that are actually doing it for them because, because you know, money for a lot of people is an emotional thing. Yeah, I mean, and, and our industry hasn't covered itself in much glory by, you know, uh, hiding behind this shroud of jargon words, you know, ETF, this and that. Very confusing. That's why on my Twitter account, at Brightless, you know, if you want to follow me, uh, I actually try to dumb these things things down uh, to, you know, day-to-day conversational words. uh, And I try not to use big words. I've I've never been that guy who likes to sound smart. I just want to make something that's easy, practical, that you can do yourself at home without having to really sit down and spend a lot of time with me on the phone trying to explain a very simple concept. So I really do break it down to its, you know, granular form. Well, Bright, thank you so much. Thanks for giving us your time this evening and sharing your, um, you know, your money journey with us. And uh, hopefully we'll chat to you again soon. Thanks so much for being on the show. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.